0: Yeah. all right we're recording we're live we're live what episode is this 38 39 39,
1: 39. Yeah.
2: under and different circumstances
0: rem- yeah Just remote live.
1: yeah we're long up. time
0: boys yeah it's been a while when did you become a pilot there brother
2: <laughs> with the headpieces, they look all right huh nah i've got to yeah. use them for my computer my sound's not the best so how's <laughs> it been locked at home boys
1: Crazy, Groundhog Day, going from probably not having a day off or one or two days off in 12 months to now just having excess time to not even know what day it is, so yeah, a bit all over the place
0: You've, mm. I heard you're talking pa- about some packs and monsters on FIFA, mate
1: Yeah, that's literally all I've been doing is playing FIFA, mm. um, but yeah, it's going alright
2: <laughs> right how about you? Yeah, just working from home, I don't know what day of the week it is anymore I don't know when football's coming back. It feels weird. This is all weird. Yeah, it's still I don't think weird. It's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Not this it's season. At least. Not this season. Yeah. Interesting. And I guess that's why we want to do this podcast is just to um get up to speed with everything going on. And I think just to hear a bit from more from Steve in, in regards to like, you know, the whole training setups and how that's affected, I guess, businesses, but not only businesses, but also football as well. Um mm-hmm. yeah. it's probably a good opportunity to catch up, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, how long's it been now? I can't even remember. <laughs> we have another uh, day of the week, Steve. It's been longer. Yeah, it's been like a month and a half since yeah. we've been closed. Yeah. So, yeah, found out on the Sunday night that we had to close on the Monday morning. So from Sunday night to midday Monday morning, found out they had to close. So going from more systems go to um, obviously changing. So then from there, took a couple of days off to figure out what we were going to do um and and then we moved up to the school so hill sports high school spent probably a week there which was okay really enjoyed it outdoors um and then once those tougher restrictions came in then we just canned everything um for a little while yeah so going from more systems go to dead um but yeah starting sessions back up next week so obviously following uh government procedures and things like that but yeah, starting back up on monday which will be good
2: What's um, is there any changes? Do you know if there's any if there's been any more changes to trainings and stuff, or it's still going to be one on one work? No, it's
1: still going to be one on one. We're not going to do a bigger we're not going to even do two on ones unless they're from the same house. Um, but yeah, that's just basically what it's going to be.
2: Hmm. I've been, uh, a lot of people have been asking for one on one sessions considering there's no MPL seasons.
1: Yeah, so obviously we've been caught out with a lot, but we just thought with all this uncertainty about not knowing what's going on, just thought it was in the best interest, just even just for our own safety, for our staff. Um, just a bit it for a little while uh, but then just seeing how the way things are going now potentially just look for, to, to open it back up we did start online training so it's something we'll talk about a little bit more in, mm. in the back end but that's something that's been very interesting and it's added a new dimension to what potentially we can do moving forward in the future
2: yeah it's interesting yeah it's
0: i think you've done the right thing steve because it's i've seen you know people do still doing training and stuff but you know, you have to do the right thing by people and yourself yeah. and, you know, mm. the community as well because we want these restrictions lifted and the 100%. people going around doing stuff like that makes it longer.
1: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a train of thought all along as well. Um, just try to do the right thing because we have people coming from so far distance as well. Just try to yeah. learn the of travel that people are doing and then potential spread, but... I'm no doctor, but we'll see what happens. If people are now allowed to start going, visiting their friends and things like that, and it changes the situation a little bit. Um, so a little bit more comfortable starting back up.
2: And the fine's not easy too. I don't know. The fine, it's pretty heavy as well.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but that, that was never something that we were going to do the wrong um, do the right thing. Blur, sorry, do the wrong thing. Um, we're always going to follow whatever the instructions were from the government. Um, but it's obviously been tough. So like I said, for me, nearly three years now, flat out to, to nothing. Uh, and then for our staff to momentarily be out of a job, you know what I mean? So it's, it's really tough for everyone. Obviously, there's people doing a lot a lot worse than us, but, yeah, it's tough. And, and what the future looks like and, and what shape first phase looks like moving forward is still uncertain.
2: Yeah, that's right. And then what's interesting is that it hasn't just affected, like, just us, but everyone in general, you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's no one that is excluded from people who have lost jobs, you know, just even the mental state, of people, you know, just being at home, locked in between, you know, four walls or whatever it might be, not being able to do what they yeah. usually do. It, it hurts. It's Yeah, it does affect, definitely. Mm. Mm. Not being able to yeah. see friends, whatever.
1: That'd be normal yeah. for you, wouldn't it, rather? Huh? That'd be normal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, bro, but, uh, you know, hopefully we get through this easy. Yep. Uh,
0: I think just to, just to be able to go out and get something to eat, like, yeah. it would be like a massive, wow. Yeah, it's like
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, No, it's it's it's, it's crazy times. So, who, like I said, who knows what the future holds, and who knows what it even looks like. What does Australian football look like after this? Um, yeah, for sure. So, but the only thing is, and, and this is something that players need to take, make the most of, and take advantage of. When are you ever going to have this amount of time ever again? You know what I mean. So, if I'm a young player from whatever age, like even my older players, if you're using this time, probably. And you're, you're putting in the effort every single day. This is a massive opportunity for you to get more familiar with the ball and take your game to the next level. But you'll see out of this, and it's my biggest fan, I can see it already happening already, too many people haven't been doing much in this time. And that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, um, like even in their, their like not saying, saying going out, but at their own house, whatever it might be. Um, yeah, you can see it. So with our online programs, a lot of feedback, getting from parents as well. It's like they'll start the programs and then it's just like, I can't get my kid motivated. Like I can't get them to do it if your kid's not motivated at 13, 14, 15, 16, there's massive, 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 massive problems.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of hours to be able to, you know, kick a ball around and do stuff one-on-one, you know, even with just a wall, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah,
1: and that, that's how we set the programs up. Um, we have replicating similar stuff that we do in the factory, but stuff that you should be doing at home and stuff that we've shown for free a million times on our, on our profiles. But um, it's just putting that in a more structured way. And it's been really good to see. But like you see the ones that do it properly and then, and then you see the ones that start to fall away. I think that's pretty indicative of Australian football anyway with the, the, the size of our talent pool. Um, is limited by just how cruisy we've got this life. In general, obviously, now, now it's not great. But just being able to like put that extra effort in for players to do things and, and that's the problem. And we see it a lot, they don't do it. And that, that's what hurts Australian football at the end of the day.
2: Do you think that effects will, will be big, not just from a, a youth perspective, but what about professionals? Do you think that... In what know? way?
1: With this, with this yeah. pause, yeah, uh, it depends how long it goes for. If it's over within the next month or so and then people start getting back into it, it won't take too much of a hit. But if it starts mm. to become six months, 12 months or whatever, then you, you don't know what the ramifications is but it's going to be more like what do the structures look like outside of this? Is the A-League still going to be the A-League? Is it still, mm-hmm. are clubs still going to be around? Like what, what's going to happen?
2: I think the, the one pro I kind of see out of this is maybe, you know, with a lot of clubs standing um, standing down players, especially with the foreigners, is that going to open up doors for some of the younger kids to be able to, to get the opportunity? So I think there might be pros out of, out of all of this. this. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. financially, most A-League clubs are not doing well at all. Um, mm-hmm. And we can see with some of the biggest clubs sending down players, so I don't know. There's probably a room for for improvement, I guess, in in youth development.
0: Yeah, but are you, are you thinking of uh, as if we continue the league or next I, season?
2: Yeah, next season. I think I don't know if the league is league still on, right? They haven't officially cancelled it yet. Haven't, haven't
0: cancelled, but I think they will. They'll take yeah. uh, suit. You know, France now just cancelled their league. Mm. Netherlands cancelled their league. But it's funny because Netherlands made it just void. Yeah. And didn't count it But France just said Whatever you finish That's yeah,
2: it champions, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's happening yeah, In so the, the champions... EPL We don't know yet Do we Liverpool will be champions sure.
1: 100% yeah. It's not, not happening uh, No matter Void. how much But, no but, but do you want to
2: do, do you actually Want to win a title Like With still games to left Like you think You deserve
1: it Obviously it's not ideal But where we, we Going to win the title Anyway 100% yes. were. One game so, Hey, You're yeah, one game Short of winning the exactly. title Exactly yeah. We almost didn't have to play another game if those other games were played by City. Um, I reckon it
2: feels better when you have a full season Steve. I reckon well, just save it to next year. Obviously. Obviously it is.
1: But what are you supposed to do? By the end of the day we'll still take
0: it. I always have a apostrophe next. Ah, uh,
1: get game. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But, but um, it
0: looks like yeah that they are looking to keep the Premier League going just because of the revenue involved in it. Like mm-hmm. France not much money. You know, Netherlands, not much, A-League, I don't think Fox Sports want to, them to continue so they don't have to pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But EPL, it's, it's huge. Like yeah. the money that's still, and then people are like waiting for it, so they're gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just the, the, whole, it's the whole money dispute with the players. And you think getting paid that much money, and you wouldn't, you know, you, you still want another month's worth of salary. What do you to think of the season?
2: Uh, Yeah, cuz that came up with Ozil, right? Um with his salary. He's not willing to to
1: I heard that from Roy Keane the other day and it made sense like you're a professional player regardless of their situation. He goes I understand like the lower leagues and the smaller clubs or whatever. Yeah. But if you're out a Manchester United, Liverpool, and Arsenal, they're big 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 clubs with big He's... big big owners. Why should you take a pay cut? Because you've earned that money. That was your contract, Why should you not get paid? It? Yeah. And,
0: but is it like you look at Chelsea, the Chelsea players were like no, we're not taking a pay cut. The whole squad. Mm-hmm. And then they had to pay him. But they're like, can you at least donate some money to some charities? And they're like, yeah, we'll do that. But you have to pay us. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like Steve said, they're massive clubs. You, got, you know, Abramovich owns Chelsea. Mm. You know, the Manchester United is the richest club in the world. Like, why shouldn't you be paying for it? You're not hopping ahead. Yeah. People mm-hmm. are still buying your merchandise.
1: Mm. Yeah. And that's what Roy Kim was talking about. He goes, obviously the lower league clubs and the lower clubs, 100% you need to take a hit. But if you're at one of those big clubs when you're anybody. money.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I think with with the A-League, I think we're just, we're so reliant on Fox Sports in, in so many so many ways that, you know, like for example, Western Sydney Wanderers or even Perth Glory, oh, I mean, Perth Glory could probably find out, pick, it, pick up some money to, to pay off their players. But yeah, it's, it's, it's probably more effective in the smaller leagues than the EPL.
0: Yeah, and that, that's the thing, being reliant on Fox Sports and Fox Sports basically wanting to ditch A-League because it's not making them any money. Ever since they lost the EPL, Yeah, right, so how many people still have Fox Sports?
2: Mm. Rare, you know, not. who's
0: paying 50, 50 bucks a month just to watch the A-League? Mm. And, I would,
2: like, and I would like to see what the, like, if you imagine how many people would have cancelled their subscription recently with Fox Sports. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there was no sport going on. Like, who the hell wants to have KO Sports or Fox Sports? I wouldn't. I've cancelled my membership. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> I that's the thing, yeah. right?
0: So like the A-League, you're too mm. reliant on just, you know, TV income because you can't get fans into the game. Mm. So why aren't you trying to get fans to come to the game and sell tickets than just be reliant on TV revenue, which is, not uh, let's be honest, it's not that much money like in, in, all, like, in all aspects of it because not many people are watching the A-League. You don't see the A-League on the back of the newspapers. Yeah. You know, you see horse racing ahead of A-League. You see netball ahead of A-League. Mm. Yes, that's embarrassing. And if Fox Sports aren't pushing it in the media, then you need a new, like, broadcast
2: partner. Yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. which is a shambles. Did you see the Rob Sherman interview the other day?
2: No. You know how he's left, right? Yeah. It was yeah. just,
1: like, basically, it was just a waste of time. Couldn't get anything done. Couldn't get any decisions made. Uh, just absolute shambles, man.
2: Yeah. Um, would you guys be for or against the cancellation of this season, the A League?
1: Does, does it really it, matter? Yeah. I think the top four I'd, or top six or whatever it is, Sydney's already won the league. Like it doesn't really matter. Just put us I out of our misery for the Wanderers and just call it, man.
0: I think that's, that's it's not even, doesn't matter. It's like no one actually cares. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how bad it is. <laughs> it's, it's truly it is. It's that bad that no one actually cares. Like you cancel the A League, people are like, well, okay. Yeah. You know, oh, you're playing games behind closed doors. Well, what's the difference? Yeah. Like there's no fans to the games. Yeah. yeah. It's it's in such a shit state that it just it's not relevant. And that's really sad. Like you look at the debacle about the rugby league and the AFL that's on television. Do you see anything about A League resuming or anyone giving a toss about the A League?
2: No. no. And no. again, the yeah, sad
1: coach has gone home as well. Uh, yeah. he's not there, like the whole thing's just all over the place. And there wasn't very long to go, right? Is that no, three
0: games or four games or something? Yeah, before yeah, the finals, Then
2: it's
1: like, yeah, it's like no
0: one cares, man. It's sad.
2: Yeah, yeah, a lot of foreigners have left the country. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, as well, soon as they weren't getting paid, they're like, see ya.
2: <laughs> but don't you think that opens up uh, the avenue, I guess, for? More of the younger players to, to have that well, the back
1: end of the season, it will, but I can't, depending on what the yeah. world looks like after all this, if, if money is similar to what it was or comparable, then I can't see the young boys getting any more of a chance than what they ever have. So obviously, at the back end of the season, they're going to need players now if it does resume anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, you just have to see. I think a lot of young boys did get it run this year, but if you start to have a look around, just yet wonder as I look at all the young ones out of the game.
2: Yeah, I think there's, there's been a few more. Yeah, uh, yeah, younger kids in other years yeah definitely right there
0: yeah if it continued I think all the young boys would have got a go because the foreigners are gone they, they wouldn't want to pay the foreigners anyway yeah, yeah. Um, but if it gets cancelled yeah you have to wait till next year if the budgets are cut this is, this is the problem though I always find that the A-League try and get as many foreigners as they can regardless of the quality of them mm. which is sad it's like because they're not that great so why don't you just get some local boys in yeah you know, give them a chance
1: Surely it'd be cheaper as well
2: yeah, Way cheaper
1: <laughs> But the only thing yep. is If you're at a club So say Whatever club you support And then they don't have any foreigners You know what I mean Then you're going to say We're our foreigners If things aren't working Obviously if you're winning You can do whatever you want But that would be the problem That they would face um, But I 100% agree If you look at the Wanderers By probably season 1 and season 2 If you look at the foreigner we've had They haven't been like uh, heaps better than what we already had, you know what I mean. And the local no. if you look at the ones before Shinji Ono and all that, obviously, we'll different level. But um, um, the ones in the last couple of years have been poor, very poor.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you look at Sydney FC, the, the foreigners that brought in, like, you know, what I mean, it's um,
2: Ninkovic, yeah.
0: Ninkovic, who's now, like, I think he's not even a visa player anymore. No. Um, But, you know, you got Lafondra, then. Like stuff like that. They had Bobo um, before that. Polosco. Yeah. Um yeah, Del Sydney Piero. Right There's
1: not too many other yeah. clubs that do. And that's the thing. It's like, what well, if
0: you're going to bring in a marquee, bring in a, a, a marquee. Yeah. Like someone, the fans are going to go and buy the shirt. Look, even when um was a Newcastle signed Heskey. Yeah. Who was done. Yeah. But he's a yeah. big yeah. name. And it's, it's, yeah. they had five... 500 shirts printed in a yeah. instant.
2: That, that, that same season, it, we had Del Piero, owner, and, and, and Heskey as well. Yeah. That yeah. that was a, big. Yeah. I,
0: would, I was watching Newcastle games just to see Heskey, even though he did absolutely nothing.
2: Yeah. I'd rather save two salary, like two, two players worth of salaries to get one decent marquee. Dude. For sure. Dude, For
0: sure. You'd cancel all, you'd go, no more, one foreigner, one marquee, that's it. That's yep. what the fans really want. One yep. big name rather than five little names that mm. you don't even know where they came from or where they played football.
2: Yeah, for sure. And then again, it opens up the more opportunities for, for our homegrown players as well.
0: Yeah, you got, what, 300 professional contracts? And yep. if each team was signing five foreigners, you're taking a big chunk away from that.
2: Mm. I was actually... um, my, One of my friends was actually talking to me about it in terms of like... Why Australia isn't developing like a quality striker, um, and the the stats were showing that most a clubs purchase strikers as their first choice uh, market. Oh, sorry, their visa spots always foreigners. That's one. Of, that's the result of why we haven't been producing like a very very quality or good striker. Um, they don't
1: produce any strikers because they never work for finishing. That's got something to do with it as well. That's
2: another thing. Yeah, <laughs> very good point, Steve. Straight out now. Very very good point. Yeah. yeah.
1: At all levels,
2: that's
0: the problem. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not just oh we're bringing foreigners and stuff like that. It's like you, you're not developing them either, yeah. mm. and that's the other thing, right? You, like Steve just said, we're not working on finishing, but those strikers themselves, half of them aren't even taking it into their own hands to do it. Yeah, they're like oh I made the A league, yeah I don't need to practice anymore.
1: Yeah. We spoke you about know? it all along, how it has a domino effect, just about the ambitions of the players that we have. And like you said, it seems like the ambition for a for dominant, for the most of them, is the A-League. So once they get to the A-League, then there's not that extra training. It's only those ones that want to actually progress and say the A-League is just the start rather than the end. But if you look yeah. at it like players that aren't, a- aren't playing for clubs, say they've been there 18 months, they've played a handful of games, re-signing at clubs for another two, three years. Like, where's your ambition? You haven't played for the last two years. Why are you going to play for the next three? Go somewhere where you're potentially going to play. But it's easy. You know what I mean? If you're in the same city, if you play in the same city that your family is, you're around your family, those kind of things. These are the things that hurt people's ambition.
2: Mm. Yeah, they get too complacent for sure. And then once you've received your early contract, you think, that's it, we're done. What's the paycheck?
0: Oh, I've got a steady paycheck for the next two years. Not really really about the the paycheck. Not just about the paycheck. It's as well, but... I think it's the yeah, status. A, I
2: think it's more a status, you know, a kid at 19 receiving an ALA contract in Australia is the absolute bomb dream. Like that's your ultimate that, dream.
0: But it's, it's not that it's like Steve was saying is when they get a renewal offer.
2: Oh yeah, even
0: playing. Oh, 100%, 100%. And you're like, oh yeah, sweet. I've got another two years as a professional yeah. getting 60 grand a year. I don't yeah. have to get a job or whatever.
2: And then what happens there, you start seeing the recycling, you know, they, they'll hey. get re-signed, they're not playing, they'll go to another A-League club, and it just keeps going on and on and on and on. And just the complacency
0: kind of continues. And like mm. Steve was saying, like, you know, they're not taking into their hands. They're not, you know, trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I think Gigi was saying, like, you know, Harry Kane, when he was at Tottenham, after each training session, he would be out there for an hour just working on his finishing, and people would look at him like, what's he doing? like,
2: yeah,
0: and oh, I worked out for him.
2: Yeah, some elite should, clubs should all be doing that. Yeah, but the issue is some elite clubs pull up plays for that. All elite clubs do that. Mm. That's
1: Who cares,
0: man? At the end of the day, you've got to take your own development in your hands. If you're going to wait around for someone to...
1: But we've spoken about that before, but the worst thing is, and we've seen this a lot more lately, he's talking to the boys, like even players that aren't really playing are not allowed to do those extras. You know what I mean? Some yeah. player that's not getting a lot of game time, so I want to do something to help me like get it between the coaches. I'm not even allowed to do that. So how am I ever going to get better to either... Get into this team or then get a team somewhere else. And you see it way too often. That's why you always need to make decisions that are in your own best interest at all times, that, that align to whatever your end goal is, not to your current situation. That always needs to be the guide.
0: Yeah. And that's it. You have to take your future in your own hands. You can't let someone else decide it for you. Yeah. If you're not getting game time, you're not able to develop and improve, yeah. what are you still doing there?
1: And that's what I think is going to be interesting coming out of this. So, like when leagues start back up or whatever. Who's been putting in the work? Who hasn't? You know what I mean. You could go on from in this downtime, especially if it goes on a couple more months. Players that with this, this player's putting in work. This player's not. Once they come back, this player's here and this player's here. It's going to be very interesting to see.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, now with, with with this whole Corona, COVID, whatever you want to call it, right? everything is going online. Like we're doing a, a you know a podcast online. You know we work online, but like had you know and a lot of gyms are doing online services but Steve talk to us about your whole process of the whole thing you've got set up with the online training and stuff did you want to touch on that
1: yeah so it's something we've always thought about for a long time we've spoken about early for ages about having an online presence something that we wanted to do time never really allowed us to get around to it Um, and then it it was never even really the plan once we'd stopped now but then we kept getting messages from players and parents what can I do what can I do and so that, that's what kick-started and why we did it. But the, the thought process behind it is, is to give players structured sessions each day. So they might only, depending how big the session is, it could be a 10-minute session, 15-minute, 30-minute session, depending on how big the sets are. But mm. to give you a structured session each day to, to say what you should be working on. Um, so instead of just going out the park or down the back or whatever, just kicking a ball around, not really doing much... We, we, we structure the sessions so that it works on. So it, all the programs are based on things that you could do about, at your house. All right. So all you need is a ball, something to bounce the ball off, and then some markers. Could be shoes, could be cones, could be whatever. So just working on the passing, dribbling, um, and, and first touch, and ball mastery things. So just getting familiar with the ball, trying to get over 1,000 touches every single session, uh, and then just structuring that into weekly sessions that are tailored. All the programs are written by me. Um uh, so we started off just small and then it, it's grown now. So now we're working. I set one up for one of the girls um, that was just playing in the League. She's, she's playing in the American League. I set a program up for her just today. I set a program up for Caitlin the other week. Uh, and little Sammy Abdul overseas. So it's Beautiful. given us the opportunity for players that we work with to then still be able to touch base with and give them ideas of things that they, they can still be working on. A lot of the girls obviously here in Sydney, Amy, Rachel, all those are all on programs. Um, but, but with our starting sessions again They will all just start coming back in for sessions mm.
2: And these, like the, the scheduling Or, you know, the program you put together it changes, right? So it's not the same Yeah, so it changes program.
1: every day um, So you'll get it, so you've got like a calendar to show each of the Activities that you have to do for that day Each activity has an explanation and a video So if I'm not sure what it is, I can look at the video And then it tells me how many sets, how many reps oh, beautiful. Um, To do, so like I said It gives you that structure, but it's also teaching players To be able to train at home as I said a lot of the time, and even I know when I was younger, like what do I work on? What do I do? Have a bit of a kick, not really sure. But it gives you that structure to then be able to work yourself and train in isolation by yourself. So that if that's a habit that you can start to introduce into your game, and not only while you're in isolation, um, but once you get out of it, then, then the levels that you can go to are going to be astronomical. Um, mm. But yeah, so that, that, that's the purpose behind it, the thought process. Obviously, it allows us to work with players in different places, and that's how we'll look to build it once we do open back up in whatever shape that may take. That's um, oh. a look to work with players further away from us.
2: Uh, a lot of gyms are now starting to do it, right? Where they're doing like online PT courses and stuff, but i never seen that which have is to great. Evolve. I
1: mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. bills, bills still pile Right, bills still come in, and that's that's like the honest situation with us in the factory. I've got no idea how that looks at the end. I got sent an invoice the other day of $68,000. That's just mm. so thankful when we haven't been in there. We only got dollars. Our income stopped. You know what I mean. So that that that's the situation that we're in. So yeah, who knows? Who knows what the future holds and what what, what form we look like to initially.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh, uncertainty of the future, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's just
1: crazy times, and and that's what I mean. Like there'd be there'd be places that pay less rent than us. There'd be people that have places that pay more. But anyone that like is in the situation where. You've been told by the government you're forced to stop, and now all of a sudden you're still having to pay your rent or whatever. Like it's just yeah. a crazy time, and the government haven't really stepped in to say this is what the, the this is what it is. You know what I mean to say the rent stops or this stops or whatever it might be. It's just sorted out yourselves. The only thing that the real estate can't do right now is kick you out. That's it. But I haven't been back to the factory since we closed.
2: Damn. Yeah. Oh, you must be missing it, bro. <laughs>
1: crazy, But Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. it's been well over a month now since I've been back to the factory.
2: Mm. Mm. I've been in, you know, to work now for like about two months, or in the office, yeah, probably yeah, about yeah. two months. Yeah,
1: we're fortunate to have the the field at school, so at Hill Sports High School just around the corner, literally yeah. one one minute away. Um, we're blessed to still have that, so that allows us to to still move forward. Um, yeah.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, no, it's good. But the, but the online platform, like, just to touch up on it, and we'll, we'll try and put, it, like, a video up of it. Yeah. Like, you know, when Steve showed it to me, I was like, wow, well, this is amazing because it's got the work out. It's got exactly what you're meant to do in a video of what you're meant to do. And on top of that, you can record it and upload it, and then Stevie can check it out. And Stevie was oh. saying he was going through and yeah. checking out people's thing, making comments, telling them to you make adjustments here and there. So it's, yeah. like, for people that don't live in Sydney moving forward. Oh. It's fantastic. You know, for ten bucks a week. And that's but... all we've
1: always tried to do is provide value, you know what I mean? And for for just over a dollar fifty a day, whatever you get in a full uh, full session that's planned by me, you're getting a weekly program. And I think something like it's not only something to subside us now, it's something that moving forward, I think can be a massive um, like a value added thing that we can give to the football community moving forward. Um, and the shapes that it can take as well. So now that we're moving back into one, one-on-ones, obviously with limited hours, we're doing two hours or three hours per day or whatever, Gone down from 12 hours or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, continuing that. So players train with us in person and then from there, based off sessions, then their programs on the online platform are then tailored to things that they need to be working on in between those sessions. So I think what we've been doing can now be amplified and we I think we can do a lot more with our players now with this platform.
2: Yeah, that's one of yeah. the pros, I guess, of coronavirus is realizing how we can still keep in touch online. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like being able to expand our knowledge and, you know, who would have ever thought online coaching whereby? You, and I've seen it sometimes with, you know, commercials and ads online where, you know, you get a dedicated coach, whatever. But, you know, on a professional level where you've got, it was a, a Caitlin, you know, doing some of these sessions. It just goes to show the quality of yeah. the training sessions you can put together online.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it's similar stuff that we would do um, in our sessions with normal players and with pros. Like, it, it's not the pros do this and the other players do this. The players, obviously, they do it at a different level or whatever. But the foundation and what what this program is based off is relevant for everybody. That's why mm-hmm. a, a player that's at an MPL one level would be able to do the same program to a degree. That one yeah, do.
2: for sure. Especially when you're not playing, right? And you're yeah. not touching the ball as much as you probably would be. Um, yeah, being able to.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just a methodology and it's just an understanding. But I had a girl, I had a, um, a parent the other day tell me they wanted to cancel the subscription because they were looking for more advanced drills. And this was literally one of the programs I'd sent to one of the pros. I was thinking, like, no dramas. Like, I don't know what you were expecting or what you were looking for, but if you want to get a better play and you want to solidify that foundation, then, then do the program. If you don't, you want to do more outlandish tricks or whatever, then go find something else. Because like you've got thing.
0: no juggling drills. Pardon? You've got no juggling drills. Yeah, so but you're
1: it's... gonna like push ups taking your shirt yeah. off and all that kind of stuff. Like it's I <laughs> I don't know, the double flicks or whatever.
0: The dumbbells.
1: Yeah. But I've always said it, a house is built on a solid foundation of football is the same, and that's what people don't understand. You see these and you still see, especially even more during this corona You see it, um, <laughs> but like if you want to be a good player, then you need to have good basics, and, and that's the problem. And, and a lot of it, if you look at how many players can effectively, uh, consistently, and effectively take a first touch, not many, not many. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's the thing. But we want to flick the ball. We want to do all these kind of things. But it is what it is, man. Interesting,
2: Steve. You're and, quite close to something. Like, yeah. Go ahead, Ali.
1: That's
2: yeah. No, I was just going to touch on another point, I guess, so it changed a bit of topic, is that, uh, you know, Steve, you're close to to some of these plays and stuff. Have you noticed that this whole situation is affecting them mentally as well?
1: Um, yeah, it's I think it's the uncertainty that nobody knows, like, really what's going on. Like, training could come back next week. Training might not be back till another year. Like, clubs might be back or, or whatever. So the the ones that I feel the most for during the situation is the female players. Um, especially ones that were in between contracts. So if I was, say, in the W League and I wasn't on loan, like one of the American girls on loan, if I'm on contract with the W League, I couldn't have signed a new contract with my club. So then by the time that contract lapsed, all this stuff had happened. So these players are off contract now. So they're not with clubs, you know what I mean? Um, So And they're not getting paid and those kind of things. So it's a very, very scary time for those kind of players, Um, for the girls. They're the ones that I feel for a lot during this situation. obviously the A-League boys have been stopped and things like that Um, but they're still at a club or whatever to a degree these other ones are in limbo and like when does that change what happens and things like that it's it's all over the place
2: Mm. it's
0: crazy yeah yeah I think it's just a tough time for everyone
1: yeah I think society as a whole
0: yeah and that's the thing we just have to figure out new ways and you know try and maintain and for players it's it's, you, you take a deep you know, think about it like where your future lies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because um, anything can change.
1: I said, but imagine a, being a, second. a nine to 15 year old, a nine to 13, or whatever they say the golden years are of learning, and you've got all this spare time on your hands that you could be out with a ball every day. And, and like I said, that's how players of old were built kicking balls around with their mates or going out in the backyard. It doesn't happen to a degree, but imagine if you're spending that time now doing that. You've come out of this an astronomical player feeling so much more comfortable with the ball. And this is the opportunity that you have. Is Obviously, even if you're not leaving your house, if you've got a backyard or even a couple of square metres to work in, ball mastery stuff and stuff that you can be doing now to familiarise yourself with the ball it is a way to make massive improvements with the game.
0: Yeah, 100%. Oh, and
2: that's head. the thing.
0: Like, There's only so much Xbox and PlayStation you can play. Mm,
2: yeah, so okay. you've
0: awesome. got plenty of time to go outside <laughs> and kick the ball around.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't know exactly what type of program some of these NPL clubs or, you know, stately clubs are giving their players as well. Like you said, that that age between 9 to 15, are they taking any? I was talking to actually um, one of my friend's kids that plays a, at an NPL club and he's like, they haven't contacted us t- since the day um, they, they they told us there's no more training. They yeah. have not been contacted. They haven't been giving any programs, haven't been contacted by the club, not even a checkup. you know. Yeah. So
0: Even the coaches haven't been
2: kept in the loop. No, no, no. I think every, I think some of these clubs are just like, get yeah, whatever, you know.
1: A lot of people are still finding their feet. Like, <clears> the <throat> same for us for a while. Like, once we called the practice, like, it's just that mentally. Like, where are we at? What are we doing? Like, where it's hard. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and I'd imagine, like, all these clubs are run by people that could have lost their jobs, could have lost their like yeah. or their livelihood. And there's more important things in the football. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I can understand it to a degree. Um, but I heard, did you hear the rumours about them talking about NPL moving to the end of the year?
0: I did hear yeah, about that. Yeah, to be in like, line with the A League.
2: Yeah, like permanently. Yeah, I uh, want to do this. It's system. possible. It's yeah. It's more possible, and that that's something good you touched on. I think it's more possible for the MPL club to be uh, in line with the A League than the A League. at going. one point
1: it was a long time ago. They had MPL one or whatever that was in summer, and I think the others were, rolled through winter, and mm. then they changed it. Yeah,
0: it used to it be, be. Yeah,
1: long. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Was yeah. that
1: NSL days or yeah, you're talking? Good. No, no, earlier. Oh uh, no, no it was, yeah.
0: because it was it used to be like the winter league. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I don't know.
0: Um, like, was like I don't know what process is to
1: go to summer. Like, why would you want to go to summer? I think winter's the best time to play football. I don't understand why they would want to move Because they
0: want it in line with the uh, professional leagues. And I think it's part of that is to to be able to drop players up and down and then also when it goes into a second division, you're all kind of in line.
1: Mm. Yeah. I, look at it straight away and I haven't put a lot of thought into it, but then the NYL season's within that summer period as well. So then a club yeah. like Wanderers playing in their NPL comp, how are they going to compete
2: in the NYL? NYL N- gets scrapped, I-, I think, in my opinion. If they're going to bring the NPL clubs up, I think the NYL gets scrapped. Yeah, I think yeah. a- the a clubs would just compete with the NPL 1 clubs, or NPL 2 clubs, whatever. Well, that was their thought, think. wasn't
0: it? To have like the NYL turn it to like under 23 for the A-League clubs yep. when they play in the second division.
2: Yeah. yeah. It makes more sense, I think, as well for... um. NPL clubs to to join in line with the A League rather than the A League joining in line because A League clubs need bigger stadiums, they need better facilities, I guess, and you know with the NRL and AFL going on, it's, it'll be very hard for a lot of clubs to be able to secure venues. Whereas with NPL clubs, most of them own their own home, their own grounds, so they're able to do whatever they really want.
0: And I suppose the other thing with that would be like for say, for instance, Wanderers. B team, mm. they could play before the Wanderers in the stadium and whoever's getting kind of opportunity to mm. yeah, more exposure and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think it's a positive kind of step.
2: It's for sure better for the NP- uh, for the NYL players to be able to compete with you know, a first-grade Marconi or a first-grade Sydney Olympic rather than, you know, with, with no offence, uh, like a NYL Central Coast Mariners team. You're going you're gonna to have more of a competition there, in my opinion. And that's, that's what our, our players need.
0: Yeah, 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 and that's the thing. And then, the, at least, the first grade players that aren't playing, they can drop down and play, mm. you know, in that second league.
2: I think the, only... at the same
0: time they're going to get spanked by NPL teams because they spend a lot of money assembling yeah. those squads.
2: <laughs> I think the only issue might not be a good look. That probably the only issue, and it's probably not really something new to us. Is probably the, the attendance of fans will drop a lot. If, if we align the MPL with the A League,
1: how many of the NPL people do you honestly think, like MPL first grade players, go and watch A League?
2: No, nah, very rare. But I'm talking to all the other ones, you know, some of the younger kids. The younger uh, ones would 100%, yeah.
1: but anything from, I'd even say 18 plus, how many are going to watch A League? So I don't think it would. Mm. If it was the Youth League, then I think it would clash, but you're not playing Youth League games at night, so it's not going to clash with A League. Mm.
2: Yep.
0: That's very what cool. I think. Like, it would be that where you're playing before an A League game, and that way. Yeah.
1: But that's the next question. Then, what happens to the youth? Do the youth move to summer as well, or do youth stay in winter? Because the youth would be playing during the day. The seniors would play at night. But the youth would be supposed to be playing during the day. Is not. But really you playing during the day during summer. No. Nah,
0: I think yeah, they'll, they'll keep would. that in to stay in the winter. And that's the all question. that youth stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but then that could that could potentially help with facilities as well. It frees it up more, gives more access to the better facilities for the younger ones with clubs. Yeah, that's ready. exactly
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. So they get to play on the first, you know, first team grounds.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, better fields. Better training. Better facilities. Sure. Better training. Yeah. More attention. That training at the same time. Yeah.
2: And they get that attention, right? But then, sure. the yeah, cost, and that's yeah. the other thing. Then on the flip side,
1: the cost from clubs go from nine months to twelve months a year. You know, yeah. So Groundskeepers.
2: Yep. Who's going to
1: bear that cost? So we all know who's going to bear that cost
0: maybe they should stop playing some of those NPL players for a week.
2: Yeah, that's actually a good point you touched on. Also, <laughs> did you hear the CEOs of the the A League talking about registration fees? And he's trying to um, really crack down on some of the state leagues, uh, state federations, in terms of the registration fees. Did you guys Do you like, say like that? NPL teams? Yeah, NPL clubs. Yeah, but more of the yeah. they they. I think the FFA kind of puts it more in the responsibility of the you know football in New South Wales football in Queensland, where they should actually try to cap it. 'Cause at the moment it's meant to be capped, right? But it's, uh, what? it's a pretty games. high cap, yeah, it's a pretty high, uh, isn't that right, Steve? It, it is meant to be capped, game. right? What? The yeah, the yeah. registration Oh, field, they don't right? like clubs like I know a
1: club that have <laughs> a additional training that's mandatory that you have to pay. Like it's there's always been like ways to skate the oh, ways good mandatory, yeah. mandatory
2: and you have to pay? Pardon? <laughs> it's mandatory and you have to pay? It's mandatory and you have to pay, yeah. Great. Yeah. Just but a lot more money. That happens
1: at a clubs, good. that happens at. Um, but yeah, a lot of what Rob Sherman was talking about was about the divisions within the federations and things like that, which is something, if you look at it, we've got the governing body, FFA, obviously, who we don't think have done a good job. Uh, optimistic about the new guy, potentially, but obviously we'll have to wait and see. Um, but then you've got each different member federation, in the different states doing their own things, doing different things. Like 100%. Surely it has to be a head that then spits down and, FFA should be dictating to Football New South Wales. Football New South Wales should have to listen. Or you get rid of Football New South Wales and make it FFA New South Wales or whatever. These are just charters of the main one. That's what needs to happen. There needs to get rid of all this, the governance in all these different states where the people are like protecting their own interests within those different states. If we're serious about a a collective um, like growth and, and development.
2: That's part of the problem we have, right, in terms of what's yeah. going on with football is the state federations, you know, sh- calling their own shots. And mm-hmm. FFA's weak, let's be realistic, in comparison to these state league clubs do whatever they want, and or stately, so state league, state federations.
1: Can, uh, the, the house in order, like at the top, we get the right oh, people. Oh, for know. sure. There's been a yeah. lot of positive talk with extra players talking about their thoughts and things like that, honestly. No. Yes, thank
2: you, yeah. And I'll watch the. Uh, I think it was. Uh, the, it was the golden and gener- like the two thousand six yeah. World Cup team. They were talking yeah. on it, right? And they were talking yeah. about how state federations now dictate exactly what really happens yeah. with. Football.
1: That's what I mean. But if we had a house in order at the top. And then we had them having charters in each of the different states that are following what, what's expected and what's wanted by them. They, and we're all on the same page. That's when change can, it can happen. But at the moment, you need a percentage of votes for whatever, whatever the agenda might be. And then it comes down to who's who. Like the politics of it is just killing us in this country. It always has. That's yeah. That, some changes.
2: That's what, that was one of the part of the problems, right, where we needed more people to be able to vote what happens, you know, with the FFA situation. So mm-hmm. we gave every state federation a say and we gave the PFA, whatever. But would you be uh, – like, I mean, this is my idea. I'm just throwing it. Would you be more for an, uh, a realistic view of scrapping the state federations and doing more of districts? So you'd have, like, the southwest district, western, and, like, you'd no, have districts have all over states, the country.
1: It's still the states, but they can't be separate entities. They can't be separate bodies. They all need to be the same. Yeah, one, they need to be – One company with charters, in you know, each of the different – Yeah. You should have like a state
0: director of
1: football
0: for New South Wales. That reports reports to to the the FFA. FFA. Yeah. Yeah.
1: By that being said, look
0: at Australia in the government, right? Prime Minister says kids can go back to school. Premier says no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: National health, you know, minister says it's fine for kids to go back full time. Premier, no. Who gets the last say? The Premier. For okay. her state, yeah. you know, what I mean, and you look at it and you look at the, and that's the disconnect. You've got your prime minister, and we're not going to listen to him. Mm. What's yeah. that say? Like, where, where's the, you know, people uniting and having that, you know, that common goal
1: mm-hmm. when
0: we can't agree? And that's exactly what's happening with that, you know, the state
1: leagues. Yeah, 100%. You I need wasn't to realign it. The National Premier League. Like at the moment. Yeah, she <laughs> state Premier League.
2: I think, I don't know why they've done that. I think it was a whole idea to unite the Premier I don't know what they tried to do. Because they've got
0: the National Premier League where, the, you know, they do that the end. knockout comp right at the end. Yeah. that goes for like a, two weeks. Mm. But then you've got these states. It's, it's just, we always do stuff weird, man. <laughs> Is that a cat? <laughs> no,
1: Steven.
2: your cats are there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Make an appearance on the mm. on the pod. Mm. Oh, it's opening up, though. <laughs> it's after summer yeah
0: so, yeah so still in shambles, nothing's changed from our first strange. episode.
2: everyone's
1: yeah. had a lot of time to think during this, so hopefully something will change.
0: yeah, uh, well, I suppose that's that's like the one of the good the outcomes of this is you know you get time to reflect and it's like a pause where you can get ahead 100%. in a lot of areas yeah and um, and exactly. that's, where that's where it's going to see yeah, and then, now it's going to be interesting to see did the fFA do that: yeah. You know the, the New South Wales football do that. Or we're going to go back, and they're like, "No, nah, we just took a holiday in that time, <laughs> or we had more Play worries football. about wages and stuff. We didn't really get, I think. Yeah, but I don't know. It'd be interesting. Mm. Yeah, always interesting. Oh, I think for the FFA, but if they this fix is... it, we won't have a podcast.
2: That's it. What are we going <laughs> to yeah. talk about? Honestly, you know, this is probably the best opportunity FFA and state federations have got right now to be able to sit down and like literally plan out what they want to do. They have so think much They're still money.
1: hitting clubs up for money. I heard Football New South Wales sent invoices out or, or requested payments from all the clubs.
2: Who's going yeah. to pay? Who's going to pay? You'd have to be silly to pay for any registration costs. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be really silly because you don't know what's going to happen, right? You yeah. really don't know.
1: But that's the thing. Like, if you look at the club, say NPL, say if NPL did move to the end of the year like they're talking about, like, are these clubs, do these players still have to stay at these clubs? Like, I signed from whatever to June or August. I didn't sign till March or February, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: But, but that's um, a problem as well. That's going to open up another... Yeah. Yeah. Good you point. I
1: mean? It might be all well and good if season starts now and it's a shorter season. It's finishes at a comparable time. And if they're talking about moving season to November or whatever, and then playing through that, I didn't agree to sign up to March or whatever it might be. I could be yeah. going overseas, could be doing whatever. You know what
0: I well, mean? Well, yeah. So, get to
1: renegotiate their contracts now then. Or
0: well, I think all their contracts would probably become void, right?
1: They've stopped stop getting paid. So I don't know how. Yeah, I think,
2: yeah, as well with the day, if it goes to all the way to the end of the year, yeah. Of that's the contrast. one of the boys were telling me that they, like, when it first happened,
1: that they'd stopped getting paid. I said, well, does that mean you're a free agent now Like, are you able to negotiate with another
2: club? Or no, I think, I think, I think, oh, I think you're able to, because it is, it goes back to, again, like, proper, like, you know, government rules. Like, if you're still down, it means you're still employed, but they're not, they don't have to pay you, but you're still able to leave, I think. Yeah. You're still entitled to your leave. I don't know, but. Yeah. But with
0: NPL, isn't it based on. The games play Like being uh, named some, On the bench
2: Some just get games
1: As bonuses Some get like Base payments Per week And then okay. they get bonuses Win bonuses And that that tops yep. it up Yeah, yep. Some clubs are just Win bonuses or whatever I mean just wins uh, Losses or draws But some have a base And then uh, Bonuses okay. on top
0: Yeah Yeah it would be interesting I'd, I'd say their contracts Would be void Now yeah. And then the, Everyone would be free aging You can re-sign You know A whole squad Because a lot of these clubs Aren't going to have that same money anymore Because yeah. You know, for
1: sure. If youth football doesn't kick off, yeah, you know,
0: that's
1: what I to say to the goals don't count, bro. Sorry, man. Re- yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> not just that but also sponsorships as well. You need to remember a lot of these businesses may have gone broke after this whole. Hundred percent, like
1: what? You you know, exactly? we don't know. Yeah, yeah.
2: You don't know. Maybe even some NPL clubs are going broke now. We're the point where they can't even restart it. We don't know. We really don't know. a
1: clubs could be anybody.
2: Yeah. a yeah. clubs could go broke. <laughs> they should. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so. Yeah. Leave it that. So Steve, that's where we're at. Yeah. Steve, if people want to reach out in terms of the the classes and the online stuff, where do they find that? It? Just
1: through the website. So all of the stuff's through the website. You'll find all the online stuff. Um, yeah. Through there. And then you can book sessions again. We're only opening three o'clock, four o'clock. So four sessions at three are available. Four sessions at four. And then, then two sessions at five, cause we don't really have lights. Um, and then On Saturdays and Sundays It'll be a bit longer But there's not many sessions So we'll still be around But there's not many sessions available Yep I think a couple of days Next week are already full um, So people are getting in That's Good,
2: Ali Any last comments? No man It's good to see good. you guys Good yeah. to see you guys Something different see Yeah you Very different good,
0: good to see people
2: That's <laughs> My friends You know what I can't wait to get back Into the first phase Straight out Like I, I can't wait <clears throat> Sorry it was the
1: first phase to go back into. Right? <laughs> All right, guys. Oh,
0: well, you never turned up anyway, so. That's
1: oh, it. come on. <laughs> Heavy. All right, guys. All right, boys. All right. See All you. Right. Guys.
2: Stay
0: safe. Bye.